trap money, Benny. This shit got me in my feelings. Gotta be real with it. Yep. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Yo, I can't help it, y'all. I can't help it. I didn't mean to start the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast with another Drake song. But alas, I cannot fucking help it. I need to know if Kiki gonna ride. I mean, I need answers. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast with your favorite host, Asia Abstin. What's up, team? Like, I missed y'all. I mean, clearly you can tell my voice sounds ridiculous right now. Bear with me. We gonna make it. It's episode 11, and we're just going to push through. We're just going to fight through it. Uh, my voice has been fucked up since Croatia. Like, no matter what I do, I cannot get my voice right. And I don't know what the problem is. I've had all the hot tea, the lemon, the honey, the ginger shit, the alcohol, everything. I've tried everything, and my voice will not act right. I get it for two days, and then it disappears for two days. So shout out to Mikey, because he knows my struggle. But yeah, yeah, that is what's going on. So somebody pray for me. Somebody send me their grandmama remedy. I'll take what I can get at this point. I need a freaking transplant. I don't know. Like, I almost didn't do the show, because I did not want to sound as atrocious as I know I sound right now. But I did not want to let you guys down. I don't want to get in a routine of, um, you know, missing out. So unless I'm in a ditch somewhere, you guys will be getting this show. Feel free to tweet me and talk shit about how terrible I sound. It's uh, at Kamikaze Kitten. You already know the protocol. But um, anyway, what is going on? What y'all been up to? I have been celebrating still celebrating my birthday shout out to all the cancers out there um I really wasn't feeling it this year though to be honest I really did have a chill birthday vibe um birthday is June 30th go ahead and mark that on your calendars uh this year it was on a Saturday and I was so focused on the past couple trips I had you know I was in Vegas I was in DC I was in Croatia I was in Germany that I forgot to request my actual birthday off work. So like a dummy, I wound up working Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of my birthday weekend. And I was hashtag salty AF. Um, but you know, I'm a grown up, so what was I gonna do? So I went to work and shout out to my teammates, my coworkers, because they surprised me with uh, gifts and flowers and balloons. It was really beautiful. They sang happy birthday to me. The entire restaurant sang happy birthday to me. It was lit. It was really cute. And it honestly, it touched me and it put me in a better mood. And, you know, really, I don't even know where this whole like birthday blues thing came from. I just was not in the vibe. And I don't know if I was just coming down off the high of vacationing all month or or what the deal was. But, you know, when you get older, like, you reflect and you think about where your life is and where your life is going and where your life ain't, you know, and the things you haven't accomplished. And 
you know, I'm a very positive person, but everybody does that. Like it's, it's human to think of the shoulda, woulda, couldas. And if I had just done X, Y, Z earlier, imagine where I would be in life. So I wasn't depressed or anything like that, but I just was not in my usual vibe and getting that love from my teammates really did make me feel a lot better. So I was inspired to go ahead, step out, enjoy life, um, count my blessings. So I took my ass out and look at God. We go out that night uh, after work, me and my girl, Chloe, you know, my A1 day one and my girl, Nori, we step out to a little private soiree hosted by none other but Drizzy Drake, What the Lick Read, Champagne Poppy himself, Do Right and Kill Everything, everybody's favorite. So he was hosting um like a little private party because, of course, he loves me. So he dropped Scorpion the day before my birthday. I mean, because that's what real niggas do. They love Kamikaze, so they drop albums for me. So, you know, in my mind, obviously. So he was having a private party for the Scorpion release. He had had one the night before that I was invited to. But again, birthday blues. I just was in no mood until my boy D-Mac came in town. Shout out to D-Mac, my Vegas plug. Um, he was like, yo, like we out. I don't want to hear it. It's your birthday. We out. He had cancer too. So, you know, he was coming through. And um, we go to this private event. It's at a bomb-ass spot. It's like a bowling alley, nightclub, ice skating rink, whatever. So we pull up. I'm not even realizing where we're going because we went to another party first. As story. So I'm overdressed. I'm in a full sequin, like, leopard, electric87.com look for the nightclub. I was not dressed and prepared for the after party, or at least for where the after party was going to be. So um, everybody's in like jeans and sweats and chill shit. And I'm overdressed AF per usual captain of the overdressed squad. And um, we get to the private event. I've been to the venue before. I know all the bartenders, whatever. We're drinking. Shout out to Drake because he bought the bar. So everything was comp, you know, the way I like it. There's no way to get rich or get drunk trying faster than a comped bar in a venue where the drinks are like $28 each. So double, triple shout out to him for that. And um, so we're just drinking and vibing. Me and the homies, they playing Scorpion. They're playing all types of fire. Like the, the DJ's booming. Clearly it's not their regular DJ. It's Drake's DJ because he's playing nothing but Fuego. Like hidden Drake cuts that you're, if you're not a super fan, you don't really know a lot of Lil Wayne, you know, some Nicki, just vibes, some cash money vibes, some Houston vibes, you know how Drake do. So, um, they playing all that shit and, um, I have no voice, like no voice, not no voice. Like I have no voice now. I'm talking no voice, like doing shit. A bitch was doing charades, um, just struggling, like writing it down on a piece of paper, no voice whatsoever. But it was a two-piece because I guess, A, he already noticed me because, you know, I'm cute. So double that with my girl knows how big of a fan I am of his and how much of a crush on him I have. So she just tapped him on the shoulder and was like, yo, it's my girl's birthday. 
So uh, he kind of crosses past her to come over to me and he grabs my hand and he wishes me a beautiful happy birthday, tells me how beautiful I looked and thanks me for coming to the party. And I have no voice at all. I open my mouth to speak nothing, wind, nothing, absolutely nothing comes out. So I literally am just motioning like, thank you. Cause that's all I got a lip reading or uh, mouthing, excuse me. Thank you. And he like bows to me and, and just shows me a lot of love, looks me deep in my eyes. In my mind, I got pregnant off of that. Um, hopefully me and Drake are having triplets that we're going to name OVO. But yeah, it was lit. And that really made my birthday. Like we had a really good time. Um, we stayed out there until like seven o'clock in the morning. According to my Snapchat, because, you know, I don't really remember, like, the very end of it, but it was super lit. Shout out to my dog, Kirk, always coming through. He knows why. And uh, it just wound up being, like, a really good birthday on some chill shit, but a good birthday. Like, shout out to all the Cancers again. Um, so that's my Drake story. I got another Drake story for y'all, but y'all ain't ready. We're going to have to go to, like, episode fit the level before I break that one out um so yeah it's scorpion season the album is metro booming obviously it's a double joint it's like 14 hours long my fave my actual favorite song is after dark um yeah real sexy like real need to um crack my back to that one but anywho I digress Enough about my birthday. Uh, I did want to talk to you guys about a subject that uh, came across to me or or was just not a came across to me, but I was reminded of this issue on my Insta story. And um, long story short, I posted a beautiful picture of Jay-Z, Queen B, and Little Blue Ivy. They're in like Italy somewhere living their best life on vacation not on vacation, but they're touring for the on the run tour on the run to tour. And obviously when you're not working, you want to enjoy these beautiful locations. So the family rented a boat and they're just yachting and living it up. And they took a beautiful picture on the dock. And I posted the picture to my Insta story and I captioned it like looking forward to this with the heart eyes just because, you know, it's a beautiful picture of a beautiful black billion dollar family. Like what is there not to fucking look forward to? And um, so I posted that and here comes my homeboy ready to get on my goddamn nerves. So instead of just scrolling past the picture, of course, he's got some commentary and his commentary was like, what are you looking forward to? Like a guy that cheats on you all the time until he gets too old and finally gives it up. such a goddamn hater like no so I replied to him you know no that's not what I meant I meant I'm looking forward to being a part of a billion dollar couple of you know beautiful people that are in love and traveling the world with my cute ass kids and just taking over and uh his comment was like you can have all of that without selling drugs to start your empire (sighs) y'all already know the eye roll that I gave his DM is just, I'm still rolling my eyes at this point. Like fam, that's not the point. So 
but you know, I'm going to indulge him because I want to see what he says. So, you know, I asked him like, well, what do you really mean? And he's like, basically that those of us that have created great things on our own without the cheating of fast money and, and, um, you know, illegal activities have no time and no patience for people that started the race halfway through and pretend that they're great. And he is like, no, like Jay-Z started his career on illegal money and it, it makes him a cheater and a fraud. And I was like, well, damn, you know, tell me how you really fucking feel. You know, I didn't expect him to go so hard. And, and my rebuttal to him was like, you know, that's a fair point. I guess coming from a person with your privileges, you know, it's like easy for you to say. And, um, you know, what I meant by that and, and what I'm saying all this to say is that people don't realize how privileged they are and what privileges they have and were born with that give them advantages in life. And it's unfortunate that they kind of look down on people that don't have those privileges and they don't even know that they're doing it. It's, it's a subconscious thing. So, excuse me, my friend's privilege is his IQ. He's a genius. So maybe not a genius because I know he's listening to this and fuck him, but he's extremely, extremely intelligent. He was born that way. And, um, you know, when you're born with that level of understanding and that uh, ability to grasp concepts so much faster than other people, that is a magnificent privilege that cannot be understated. You know, the things that the average person struggles with, you get in the blink of an eye and that cannot be undersold or understated. So it's wild that, you know, you don't see that as a privilege, but I see it from his perspective, just in that he's had that his entire life. He doesn't know anything but brilliance. So, you know, how do you explain to a fish what water is? You live in it, you swim in it, you use the bathroom in it, you, your kids are born in it. That's all you know. So how do you explain to a fish what water is how do you explain to a genius what the privilege of being genius is when he genius that doesn't make sense excuse me what being a genius is like he doesn't get it on top of that he comes from you know a two-parent household of loving parents who've been married and obsessed with each other for 40 years you know um his parents are also affluent and um, he's from a great neighborhood and Jack and Jill and private schooling and, and all of that. And, um, you know, it's it was just a wild kind of conversation to hear him judge someone who didn't have any of those experiences. And, and most of us don't, you know, and this is not about Jay-Z, but just using him as an example, since this is a part of our conversation, like how can someone from affluence, from um, healthy familial relationships and love and um, from genius relate to the, the struggles of someone who came from nothing, who came from a single parent household, who is, you know, averagely smart like the rest of us and 
didn't have that money and that support. You can't. You can't. You just can't. It just doesn't make sense. You're not designed to understand it. You don't have the empathy to understand it. So it just made me think about what privileges do we all have that we take for granted? You know, for like, are you extremely athletic? Were you born that way? And you were always good at sports. So you don't understand why some of us are no good at sports, me included. You know, did your parents have money? Did you grow up with a trust fund? Were you, did you have access to the best schools in the world? Or you were like some of us who had to go to public school and DIY the rest? You know, what was your situation? Were you well-connected? Were you born into those connections? Like, you know, what is your privilege? And I mean, for me personally, and you know, I don't want this to sound uh, arrogant, but I'm a beautiful girl. And that's, has nothing to do with me that's my parents that's genetics that's dna but my beauty has been a privilege in my life and i would be remiss to pretend that it has not offered me a number of advantages it always has and it always will it just is what it is you're treated differently in this world when you're considered uh traditionally beautiful And, um, you know, it shouldn't be that way, but we're human. We judge, we have eyes, you have two eyes. You, you look first period. It's, it's human nature. Um, you know, beautiful people may get in a nightclub first or get better service or get VIP access to things or whatever the case may be. It just, it just is that way. And it's a privilege. And I know it because I can go out with other people And they don't have the same advantage. They really don't. And we could both be standing there, both be qualified, and I'm going to get a situation before the person next to me does. And that is a privilege. And I would be ignorant to not know it, accept it, use it to my advantage. And also, though, to have empathy for others that have not had that experience. And again, this is not something that I'm like patting myself on the back for. Like, I don't give a shit. It's whatever. But it, that's just the way society is. And, and beauty is um, revered and it's respected. And it's it's I can't imagine a world where beautiful people do not get privileges that others don't get not because I don't want it to be that way I just can't see that human nature is ever going to change and um you know accept figure out what your privilege is look into yourself and just take a second and think about that and see what you can do to better use that privilege because it's a good thing it is so helpful in your life I mean that's not the only one that I have It just makes the best example right now. And don't, you know, neglect others or look at others in a different light because they don't have the privilege that you have. Don't make so many assumptions based on your story and your path in life. And because something was easy for you, it's going to be easy for the next person. That's not the way life works. I mean, I wish it did, but life ain't fucking fair. And, you know, if you just so happen to come out of your mother's womb, 6'5", 200 pounds, with perfect teeth, guess the fuck what? You are going to get a lot further 
just based on your face, then the next person, like that next person is going to have to live in the gym. They're going to have to go get, you know, um, a, a nicer car. They're going to have to develop uh, comedic timing and, and work on that sparkling personality because XYZ helped you out from Jump Street. Okay, like you had your parents in your life, your entire life, and been shown nothing but beautiful, loving relationships. So the other, you know, the, the other side of it may be a person that hasn't had that beautiful, loving relationship and has to work 10 times harder to manifest that into their own lives because they haven't lived it and haven't seen it as an example. And, um, you know, privilege is real. It's not to be discounted. It is to be used and, and it's something to be grateful for. Use it to the best of your ability, but do not shit on others and discount others scenarios and, you know, their stories just because you can't relate. So, um, I definitely, gave that little bit of a speech to him. And it was just like, you know, I speaking from my own uh, background, like I didn't come from wealth. I didn't come from successful parents. I didn't come from a 40 year marriage. I didn't come from, I came from a single parent household of working class people. And uh, a, a standard IQ, whatever that is. Like I'm average like everybody else. So I don't come from that place, but I know that I have some privileges and I know that I'm using them to the best of my ability, but the things that I am behind on, the things that I didn't come into this world with, guess what? I am ready, willing, and able to do every single thing in my power to catch up. Period. I'm already starting the world behind. I've already got three strikes against me just being a young black woman. You think I'm not going to jump at any opportunity I have in this life to even the playing field? I mean, short of anything illegal, it's whatever. I'm using whatever. Get what use what you got to get what you want. And you know what what movie you better know what movie that's from. So um you know, that was just on my mind, guys. And as always, I got to share everything I'm thinking with you. So I couldn't wait to talk to you guys about that DM situation. And, um, you know, shout out to my boy. But hopefully he listens to my episode. I know he will because he loves me. And, um, you know, just food for thought. Think about those privileges and and be thankful for them. I know that I'm thankful for mine. And uh, just a little counterpart to that is that, Okay, I was cute, whatever, my whole life, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cared. I had trash grades in school. I'm talking garbage. And it's annoying to my parents because I'm so smart. But I just didn't, I didn't care about school. Full disclosure, I didn't give a fuck. I knew that school wasn't for me in a traditional sense. I've always been an independent learner. I've always been an independent thinker. I learned by doing um, I'm just, my brain is just interactive that way. So there's just no point in me sitting in here reading this book and regurgitating it back to you. I knew that the, in a traditional school system was a scam. So I didn't give a shit about school. So, you know, my parents never let me rest on beauty. They didn't think it was cute. 
They didn't think it was entertaining. You know, they weren't impressed by me being cute. It meant absolutely nothing when I was walking in the house with this trash ass C average. Nobody gave a fuck. So I wasn't allowed to be cute. Like no one cared ever. And I'm so grateful that my parents didn't care about me being cute because you know, I'm not an airhead and I didn't rest on that. And I developed my personality and and became confident in other things other than my looks. Thank God. You know, it doesn't mean everything to me. And I know that it's not a reason to applaud myself because it's literally just DNA. Like it's I didn't do anything to achieve anything by being cute. What makes you cute and beautiful is your heart and your personality and how you treat other people. And, you know, are you a kind and decent human being? Like, nobody gives a fuck about you being beautiful and being an asshole. That was a lot. But, you know, shout out to my parents because, you know, home training, it goes a long way. Yo, while I'm rambling, look at the time. I cannot believe we're almost out of time on this episode. Um, Shout out to everybody on my Instagram, uh, at Kamikaze Kitten, we have been having like a discussion uh, in my Insta stories about sex and what the next episode will be about. So I listened to you guys. I took the poll. You guys voted. Yes, the next episode will be all about sex. And I will have a male co-host. I have not decided who that will be, but stay tuned. Um, that is coming up next. But today, at, per usual, we got to get rich and we got to get drunk. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, I have a really good cocktail for you guys. Something that I just had today, actually. Um, this one is, first of all, delicious. It's called an apple moho. Apple is my new wave. Like, that's what I've been into. Like, that's the flavor that I've really been infusing in a lot of my cocktails. So this apple moho is brought to you by the lovely people at Hendrix. Uh, one of their brand ambassadors, Mateus Horseman, uh, developed this cocktail. And it's super simple, super easy, and it's Metro booming. If you've never had Hendrix, be sure to put Hendrix on your timeline ASAP. Uh, ingredients include three cucumber slices, one quarter of a lime, one teaspoon of brown sugar, eight to 10 mint leaves, one ounce of apple juice, two ounces of Hendrix gin and ginger beer. Uh, a lot of that stuff you should have laying around the house. So this shouldn't be too, you know, hard to achieve. So this apple moho is super simple and easy. You just are going to muddle the two cucumber slices, the piece of lime and the brown sugar in the base of a tall glass. Spank the mint. Okay, so spank the mint. Don't muddle the mint, spank the mint. And when you spank the mint, you spank mint because, or any um, kind of herb or leaf like that, you wanna spank it to open up the flavor. So you literally just put it in the palm of your hand and you tap it with a heavy pressure and it just releases the flavor without crushing the leaves all in your cocktail because if you're trying to sip your cocktail you know it just is not it doesn't it's not good on the palate to have those leaves in there so you're going to spank the mint add that to a glass with apple juice and gin and crush ice stir everything together and then top with ginger beer garnish with one sprig of mint and the re and the remaining slice of cucumber and there you go you've got a delicious refreshing apple moho hendrix gin cocktail 
this one is a true crowd pleaser because not everybody drinks gin. It's definitely for a more um, advanced or discerning kind of palate. Gin can be an aggressive liquor but um this apple moho really makes it smooth and sexy and i recommend you try it asap and for your as always get rich tip of the day you know because money is the motivation money is what we do it for and we got to make sure our finances are right at all times so the way that we're going to get rich today is to guard your wealth and what that means is you know basically there's just no point in working so hard for your money and not protecting it. In order to guard your wealth, I want you to do a few things. Think about your insurance. If you rent, get renter's insurance to protect your place. Get disability income insurance to protect you against um, something happening to you and you not being able to earn income. It's super imperative. It'll provide a steady income to you if, God forbid, you ever become uh, ill or disabled or just can't work for a long period of time. Insurance, you know, oftentimes it can feel like a scam. You know, if you're not using it, it fucking sucks. You're just paying money into something and you're never reaping the benefits. But when something does happen and you can rely on that insurance, there's no better feeling in the world and there's no better like peace of mind. Also, guard your wealth by getting a financial planner that is fee-based only. And what that means is this person is helping you manage your money solely based on a fee that you paid them up front. Sometimes financial advisors that are commission based have ill intentions and they are not in it for your best interest. They are in it to sell you something. So protect your money. Insurance, insurance, insurance and fee based financial planners are super simple easy ways to make the money that you earn be better protected because that's what it's all about it's not just about what you earn it's about how much you keep and how much you can grow what you keep write that down guard your wealth that's my money tip for you guys today i love you all so much Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. Be sure to rate the show, subscribe, share it. You know how you can email me. It's as usual, Asia at Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying dot com. And, um, you know, I love you. And I'll see you gorgeous people next week where we talk about sex, basically, just, you know. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Um, I Again, I don't know who my male counterpart is going to be for that episode, but I guarantee you, you are not going to want to miss that one. Love you guys the absolute most, and I will catch you next week on the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying show. Bye.